Hey, welcome back to the Canatech podcast. I'm with my friend, Kathy Corby. Kathy, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you. Great. Hey, you will never believe where I'm at. Uh, a lot of my listeners know I'm in the central Texas area, but I'm, I'm at my data center client up in Round Rock. And he bought an old-fashioned fire station, fire station number three, and he's renovated it to be office space and a center for entrepreneurship. Probably would have taken you a month of Sundays to to guess that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't tell from the background there. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's talk about KindTap. What's uh, what's your story? Well, KindTap is a company that was formed to fill the payments void in cannabis. I come from the payments industry and we don't even think about it anymore. You just pull out a card to pay for something. Well, not in cannabis because as long as cannabis is illegal at the federal level, you cannot use a Visa card, MasterCard, American Express, Discover to pay for cannabis. And that's pushed the industry into a very cash-based business, which is not convenient and it's not safe. And so KindTap is a company that has come out with the first digital credit payment product, as well as a pay now product from bank accounts that can be used in the cannabis dispensary and online to pay for purchases with all the convenience of uh, payments the way they work in every other industry. Man, um question for you because and, and I don't know the payments area that well right I'm I'm a traditional um, technology guy data center servers that kind of thing but you are part of the story you are part of the Canatech mix so I'll, I'll give you that um, I've heard and read where there's a lot of actors in the payments area and some concerns that some of the actors are, are not completely above board any I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around that <laughs> There are. I I mean, every day you read about somebody who claims, hey, the first legal way to accept credit cards in your dispensary. It is simply not true. They are not being transparent. The only way to legally and in compliance with state and federal and payment network regulations accept payment forms of digital payments in the dispensary is if they flow outside of the credit and debit card rails. In other words, if the money moves without touching Visa, MasterCard, Amex, and Discover. If somebody is trying to sell you a solution and says, oh, this is safe and compliant, you have to ask them, does the consumer pull out a credit or a debit card in my dispensary? And if they do, the red flag should be going off. Yeah. You have to round up the purchase amount, red flag going off. Where does the money go from the consumer before it reaches you? Red flag going off. And so, you know, if you dig in between, it's a tremendous problem to everybody. And people just want to kind of close their eyes and say, I'm just going to do this and hope it works. Well, the consequences can be pretty severe if you take that approach and end up with a bad actor. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I'm assuming maybe you track the progress of the Safe Banking Act. Is, is, is that something you do? Okay. It, absolutely. And, and safe and, banking won't help retail payments one. Yeah. So, so talk to me. What, what does safe banking mean to you? And uh, do you think you'll pass this session? But what, what, what is safe banking? What does it mean to you? Safe banking means that state banks that are operating legally within their state to serve the cannabis industry 
will not be arrested by the federal government. Long story short, that's all that safe banking does. Oh, I thought it was opening it up at the federal level. Okay. No, no. safe banking simply means that all those banks that have taken the risk, knowing that they're violating federal law by banking cannabis, can do so without concern about the federal government stepping in if they're operating in compliance with state regulations. Interesting. I wish it were more. Everybody wishes it were more, but that's really all it's going to do. I think it's going to pass this session. I know they're, they're pretty busy in D.C. all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't see it as a priority in Congress, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't, they don't change my time back. We'll, we'll take one victory at a <laughs> One one victory at a time. Let's first right. time the, uh, the the daylight savings problem. But well, Kathy, thank you so much for your time. I I leave the experience richer than I arrived, literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really enjoyed speaking with you, Harry. All right, thank you. Bye bye.